Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Hello, everyone. This is Douglas James Cottrell speaking. I'm joined today with my good friend, Les Hubert. And once again, we're here in the podcast, Wake Up. Welcome to the show, Les. Oh, thank you for having me, Doug. As always, it's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about balanced living in today's hectic times. Uh, You know, we now have a new disorder called post-COVID stress, and it's something that's actually quite real. And doctors are treating patients for it as we speak. You know, the ancients seemingly knew the importance of a balanced life. And we know also in ancient times that things could get pretty hectic. What exactly is a balanced life and how can we get back to it? Well, you know, my friend, uh, everyone's always been discontented with their life. It's human nature. You know, we always point out the weaknesses in our own character. If we were to paint a room and bring somebody in and they, and they, would, they would look at their room, we would point out all the little uh, mistakes in the room where the paint was running or we, we didn't quite get the color right there. It's part of nature to look usually to the faults or to the, to the difficulties instead of looking to the big picture, which is I painted the room all by myself. I've never done it before. Isn't this amazing? So it's human nature to try to, try to look at ourselves in a critical point of view. How we came to that, well, mommy and daddy, grandpa and grandma, school teachers, people in the neighborhood, family, friends, you know, birth order plays a, a pretty good um, um, It's a pretty good uh, indicator of, of how you view yourself and things like that. So, you know, how to live a balanced life is, uh, first of all, to come to that realization, which seems to take a long time, that you're human and that humans are not perfect. We're not perfectly formed. No matter how hard as a teenager you, you comb that hair to get every strand in place, It doesn't really matter. So as soon as you can, when you become wise and worldly and aware, when you're 150 years old, you got it all down, you know what the story is. But if you can take that down to puberty when you're like 15 years old, you're going to be way ahead of everybody. It basically comes down to self-love. It's a hectic world, it always was. But what happens when you close your eyes? Where does the world go? Where do all the problems go? They disappear. And so in a way, in talking to yourself, in explaining things to yourself, in rationalizing and reasoning out why things happen and why you did this or why you did that, more often than not, you're going to be really hard on yourself. And you're gonna share a lot of guilt with yourself if you don't forgive yourself for the mistake you made. 
So being wise in how to deal with this, the first thing is to understand that God loved the most, uh, um, the most loved prophet of God, I should say, was love because he made every mistake in the book only once. And that is how to deal with yourself in a hectic time. Realize you're going to make mistakes. And then comprehend that mistakes are stepping stones to success. You learn by your mistakes. Boy, do you learn real fast when you make a mistake, right? You don't have to repeat that three or four times. You get it right off the bat. Bang, I made a mistake. I messed up. The secret is to say, and I'll attempt never to do that again. Thank you for that mistake, for showing me the error of my way, for helping me realize that I needed a little correction. And by doing that, by talking to yourself like that, you're being a parent to yourself. You know, your mommy or your daddy to yourself. And so you comprehend that, yep, I've made a mistake. And more than likely in my life, I'm going to make maybe even a second mistake or third or fourth or fifth or whatever. If you can come to that point of wisdom, the sooner in your life, the better, that you are imperfect. You're too tall, you're too short, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too weak, you're too strong, you're too this, you're too that. It doesn't matter as long as you understand you are you, you're a human being. And that part of you, being human, learns by experience, hands-on experience, exponentially is the best way for me anyway, and for a lot of people to learn. Esoterically, people can tell you the, the ways of the world, and you might gain knowledge. Learning by watching other people make mistakes is really wise, and it saves you the hardship of going through the mistake yourself. That is to say, the experience of making a mistake and then going through the embarrassment and uh, the process of collecting, correcting, I mean to say. So how to live in, in hectic times? Well, don't make it hectic. Look at it as a situation where, yes, everything's buzzing around, but if I close my eyes, what happens? All that hectic goes away. There's a story about a famous uh, car rental owner. And uh, he owned a lot of rental cars. He used to rent them at the airport. One of those people, more than likely most of us who've been at the airport rented a car, rented one from him. And he had some rules in life. And one of them was this. If he was about to leave his desk and go on a vacation or leave for the day, and somebody rushed in and he said, urgent, urgent matter, have an urgency right here and slapped an envelope or piece of paper on his uh, a desk. You know what he did? Hmm. Something mostly the rest of us wouldn't do. He said, that's fine. I'll be in Monday and I'll pick it up. And uh, the person bringing it in was all excited. And the wisdom was the urgency existed in that person's mind, not mine. I can deal with it on Monday just as well as I could deal it with right now and delay myself, miss my trip, et cetera, et cetera. The urgency existed in somebody else's mind, not 
is. And if you understand that, when somebody comes at you with a phone or with, with something, say, here, you got to take this. No, you don't. You were at ease. You were calm. And when somebody else came at you with something, you tell them, just hold on. I'll deal with that later. And you don't let their emotion, their urgency come into your mind. That takes discipline. And it takes the... Um, the strength not to people please. You're not here to please everyone else. You're here to please yourself. And so when somebody else comes in with an urgent matter, you don't need to please them by addressing and, and trying to solve the issue, which usually just eats up a lot of your time. And it's not going to get solved that moment anyway. So some of the successful people that we know in the world have certain rules. And therefore, how to deal with this time, this hectic time, is to develop rules that are your rules, not mine, not less, not so-and-so's, not such-and-such, not the teacher, not grandpa, your rules. And the way you do that is you think and you listen. And what other people say or how other people act, you might incorporate something from them or adopt their, uh, adopt their thinking because it makes sense to you. So learning by other people's mistakes, as well as learning by other people's wisdom, and then hanging on to it yourself, and not letting anyone else steer you wrong, knock you off course, throw you a curve, that takes guts. It takes self-belief. It takes confidence. But most importantly, it allows you to close your eyes and say, where did the world go? It's still here, but I'm not getting caught up in it. If you can do that, if you can follow those simple understandings, shall I call them, that you can learn from others by watching them make mistakes, because it's easier. It's always, you know, when somebody's playing solitaire and they're, they're playing that game, you're, on, you're above them looking over their shoulder. You can always see the moves a whole lot better than when you're in the game yourself. So stand back, have a look, take a look, take a moment, and then ask yourself, what's really going on here? Where did this urgency come from? Why does somebody want me to do something that I had no intention of doing a few minutes ago? And having those rules to bend to be redundant, having those rules for yourself, and we're not talking a whole bunch, being able to say no is a big, big lesson that we all need to learn. The sooner, the better. How to say to somebody, no, you ask me. I can say yes, I can say no, but I'm saying no. I don't need to explain myself to you. And think of that, my friends. How many times you're always calling somebody up and saying, hey, gee whiz, you know, can't come over for dinner Friday because blah, 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 blah. Instead of just calling up and say, hey, I'm terribly sorry, I have to pass on Friday. Got a conflict in my, in my schedule. Mm, that's it. Or you can just say, sorry, I can't make it Friday. Some other time. Okay. Everybody's going to say, well, you can't make it. What are they going to do? No, you got to get over here. You got to have the barbecue. You know, it's, 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 you, you got to. You know. No, you don't. So how do you behave in hectic times? You calm down. You fall back on your principles on your wisdom on the rules you set for yourself 
And if you can follow them, and we're not talking too many now, we're talking a handful. If you can follow them, then no matter what comes at you, you can thrive, survive, and cope. Okay, Doug, hold that thought, and we'll be right back after this important message. Oh. Oh, what's up? I'm just not sure what to do with my health issues. And I keep having this recurring scary dream. What's that about? And I I just don't know if my instincts are right about my business ideas or, or anything right now. Maybe it's all past life issues. Have you thought about a phone consultation with Dr. Cottrell? A 45-minute chat should help you out. It's not a deep trance meditation, and you'll find it's just as helpful. Plus, with COVID going on, they're discounted from $375 to just $275. $100 off. Great idea. I love talking to him, like chatting with a long-lost friend. He's like tapped into a ton of wisdom, loads of spiritual insight, and he's on point. Oh. Now what? I can't find his number. Seriously? In this day and age? Ready? Mm-hmm. 519-471-1110. Call from anywhere in the country. If you need more info, I found his website too. It's douglasjamescottrellstore.com. And we're back. You know, a story comes to mind ever so quickly my, when my brother and my mother were traveling through France. And a friend of theirs who was a jeweler from New York City, he was very, very high energy, very successful businessman. And he insisted on buying some gold jewelry for his wife, who had happened to be traveling through Spain at the time. And he walked up to the shopkeeper and he insisted that he had to buy some gold. Meanwhile, the man was locking up his store to go home for lunch. And he said, you know, I have money, I have cash. And he said, that's nice. Keep your money. I'm going home for lunch. Come back in two hours. <laughs> and he was, he was very much put off, but he said, I can't understand. He turned down money, totally different mindset. So I can understand where you're coming from. It's uh, you know, we can learn a lot from, you know, people like that. Uh, it, it's like similar to you and I both have some pilot training and you know, what would a pilot do if something went wrong in the cockpit and the man went into this mad panic, how could he ever, you know, handle this situation? So I, 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 I'm getting very much so a lot out of this uh, podcast, uh, Doug. Thank you very much for some great advice. Well, again, it's uh, life experiences. And to understand that as you get older, my friends, you will get wiser. You know, uh, I once was uh, told by my friend and mentor, Ross Peterson, I said, uh, so what's my, what's my life lesson? Looking up to Mr. Peterson as you know, the great uh, wisdom guru on the mountain kind of thing. And he said, um, well, your life lesson is to learn patience. And I went, oh, gosh, thanks. Well, that's an easy one, right? <laughs> I'm thinking this. And then I said, uh, so, okay, now I know my life lesson is to learn patience. How long will it take? Okay, well, here I am a whole lot of years later. <laughs> that was in a decade called the 1970s. And uh, we're in the 2020 decade. And I'm still learning how to be patient. Because it's a lifelong lesson. And so just because someone tells you what your lesson is, or just because you come to some reckoning or understanding that you have a 
a fault in your character that you'd like to correct, doesn't mean that just by knowing it, you're going to correct it. It's like looking at a bicycle and saying, oh, there goes somebody riding a bicycle. I see, you just sit on it, move your feet on the pedals, steer it with your, your okay. I know how to ride a bicycle, never been on one before in my life. That's a snap and no problem until you get on the bicycle. And then there's a whole lot of mystery and what's this thing called balance? How do you learn balance? Ever thought about that less? You cannot oh, yeah. be taught balance. Yeah, after many scraped knees. <laughs> right. And that's what life's all about. You will go, uh, go through a few scrapes in your life and you will learn how to balance, how to balance your life because of the scrapes. You can't go through life and just say, I know it all. I saw somebody else do that. I got it. I read somebody else's book about how to be a billionaire. Just read my book. No, it takes a lot more. It takes not only the knowledge or the understanding or the concept, it takes the application of it and thereby you learn experience. And through experience, no matter what comes at you in life, an old problem or a new one, you'll know how to handle it because that is how you get through a hectic time when you're five years old, when you're 50 years old, or when you're 90 years old. It's always the same. Don't let somebody throw you a curve. Don't let somebody change your mind. Don't listen to somebody who says you can't do that. Don't let somebody advise you that something that you should do is different than the way you wanted to do it. Don't listen to somebody who's not a success themselves. Only go to somebody who's been successful and ask them for advice. Use common reasoning and understand this. The universe will never give you a problem that's any greater than the one you can solve. And every problem that comes at you, there is always a solution because we live in a world of duality. You have a problem, there is a solution. That's the great promise that God protects us all. Well, thank you, Doug. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would like you to give us a four or five star rating and don't miss out and subscribe today. And please let all your friends know about the wake up. Okay, my friends, until next time, uh, may you enjoy all aspects of God, health, wealth, and peace of mind. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.